This is the Real Rebel Podcast, and you're listening to the Band of Rebels edition. This is for the people who push the boundaries of our society, for the people who live on the fringe, for the people who aren't afraid to question the status quo and live life as exactly who they are, not as who they should be. These are the people who make us uncomfortable, who speak truth and break glass ceilings who aren't afraid to stand up and face themselves, who refuse to be oppressed and help us expand and evolve the edges of humanity. These are the real rebels. And this podcast is for them. Hey guys, it's your host, Katie B, and welcome to this Band of Rebels episode. If this is your first time here, basically every Friday, I come on and ask one question to three different people. That way you guys get three different perspectives and pieces of wisdom, and maybe you'll resonate more with one, and maybe you'll get something out of another, and maybe you'll get a little something from all of them. But basically, it's to give you kind of more of like an expansive answer to one question. So for anything I mention, as always in the episode, information on the guests, all of that can be found in the show notes at realrebelpodcast.com. And yeah, let's just hop right into it. Uh, the rebels on our panel today are Kaya Dory from Novel Supply Co., Megan Elizabeth from Art by Megan, and India Dania from The Strut Club. The question I will be posing on this band of rebels is... Was there ever a time you felt unworthy? How did you get to a place where you felt a sense of self-worth? So the first rebel on our panel is Kaya Dory. Kaya is the creator of Novel Supply Co., which is this badass, sustainable, full-circle apparel line designed for the West Coast urban adventurer. And when I say full-circle, that means that essentially, or ideally, it's that they create no waste because once you're finished with your clothing, there's a take-back program, which is super, super awesome. And she's won actually a ton of awards for her work in conscious and sustainable apparel, and she was a previous guest on the RRP. So basically, uh, the first, before I did the relaunch, the first kind of iteration of the podcast she was on, I believe it's episode five, but you can find a link to that in the show notes um, if you want to kind of get to know her even more. And above all of that, she's a friend of mine. She's just a dope woman with a heart of gold, super down to earth, and um, no BS kind of lady. So let's listen to what Kaya has to say. There's definitely been a lot of times where I've felt unworthy. I think these days with social media, it's really hard not to feel unworthy when you're looking at Instagram, which is this kind of false sense of reality all the time. It really makes you compare yourself to others, to their lives, their beauty, their fitness, their style. So I guess there isn't really one specific time that I felt unworthy just kind of a constant in our lives now but the way that I get through it and find self-worth is by getting off my phone first of all and really limiting the time I spend on social media unless it's for work and I usually call up my best girlfriend or the person who I know is going to have the best support for me in that moment sometimes it's a loving friend sometimes it's my boyfriend sometimes it might be my business coach and other times it 
might be my mom, but the key is being able to figure out what style of support will work for you in that moment. Like when I'm in a situation and I want a solution, I'll call my boyfriend. And when I want someone to chat to about how hard entrepreneurial life is, I meet up with my best friend, but I wouldn't reverse those situations. I have done that before and you you usually just end up feeling worse. The other thing that I don't do nearly enough but has proven to help me time and time again is um, yoga and meditation. I don't know the exact science behind it, but what I do know is that it makes me feel damn good and worthy of all the good things in life that I've worked really hard for. And it eliminates stress, which allows me to focus and continue pushing for what I believe in, even though it feels like I'm swimming upstream most days. I guess to sum it all up, to climb out of my unworthy hole, I surround myself with rad people and I know which one of those rad people to reach out to depending on the situation. Then I go and do some yoga or meditate, even if it's for five minutes because five is better than none. That reminds me, I'm going to go take a page out of my own book and go meditate now. Our next rebel on the panel is Megan Elizabeth. Megan is an artist of beautiful waterscapes, sunsets, bright colors in nature, and the silhouettes created by extreme light or darkness. Basically, very dreamy, wonderful paintings. She is also the mother of two, you'll actually hear one of her little ones in the background, and a New York City woman. She is a previous guest of the RRP, again in its first iteration, and you can find the link to her episode in the show notes. She's a friend, she's super real, super honest, funny, also down to earth, and she has a lot of wisdom and power to share. Let's hear what Megan has to say. So my question is if I've ever felt unworthy and what I do if I'm in that sort of zone and how to get out of it. Um, And I've given this a lot of thought, so I hate to say it, but I don't really feel unworthy. And I think I figured out after brainstorming this topic for a while, the reason I don't feel unworthy when I, when I do achieve something, especially if it's like something that seems out of reach or incredible, is that I work really, really, really hard. So I, I don't feel entitled to it by any means, but I don't feel like I don't deserve things that I get. So then I started thinking like, why or how did I get to that point? And I honestly think it's just because I hustle so hard and work so hard that I've given myself permission to celebrate when I do achieve something. Also, the flip side of that is that I, I often feel... I have a baby, sorry. I often feel, like, discouraged more than unworthy, if that makes sense. So when success comes, I'm okay with it. But when failure comes, I usually am really hard on myself. So that's my first answer. My second answer is how to get snap out of it. And one thing I noticed that I do, especially in the last five years as a solo entrepreneur artist that usually works alone for a lot of my time, um, is I surround myself with intelligent thoughts so that I'm not constantly in my own thoughts. I'm not like over analyzing or over philosophical 
about anything that I'm doing because once I get down that road of self-doubt, it's a little bit harder to get out of it. So I listen to podcasts about um, basically anything, but it has to be like almost non-business. I, I prefer to listen to traveling or, or women entrepreneurs, but um, you know, often I listen to like cooking podcasts or basically anything that will keep my mind sort of sharp, but mildly distracted. Also, I read a ton. Again, I don't always read about business. I read novels. I read nonfiction. I am just a giant nerd. Um, and I don't really allow anything that is my inner critic to come in. So you have to become self-aware and know what triggers you. And so I think when I when I used to feel unworthy as a teenager, especially, it was because I was allowing the voices of other people who I didn't even need to be listening to to enter into the dialogue. Whereas now I'm like, no, I don't really care what you think. And it's partially because I'm older, much, much older. And partially because I've trained my mind to, um, sort of undo some of that damage. So that's my answer. Thank you. Our next and final rebel is India Dania. India is the founder of Strut Club, which is an empowered embodiment dance class for the modern woman. If you check her out on Instagram, she is super sexy, super powerful. She's just a full-on badass, and I cannot wait to take a dance class from her as soon as possible. She also might have the best head of hair I have ever seen. You'll know when you see it, what I'm talking about. I haven't met her in person, but what I can already tell is she's fully herself, she is fully accepting of others, and she is an empowering force for women. We could all use a little bit of India's strut magic in our lives. So let's hear what India has to say to the question. Aloha, this is India, Dania, here to speak a little bit about worthiness and self-worth. Have I ever felt unworthy? Yes, a lot. And it goes back really about as far as I can remember in my life, all of these cycles of feeling unworthy and then realizing my worth and then falling into the same trap and something would come around to help me realize again. And every time it gets easier to kind of dig myself out, I remember feeling unworthy in grade school when I got anything less than an A or a blue ribbon in track and field or a mark of distinction on my ballet exams. I thought my parents would love me less if I wasn't at the top of my class. And I'm not sure where I got that idea from exactly. Um, I remember feeling unworthy in high school when my integrity told me that drugs and drinking weren't for me, but that also meant that I wasn't one of the cool kids. <laughs> I wasn't popular. And so I experienced isolation and felt like there must be something wrong with me. I felt unworthy in my very first relationship. I remember being um, on a trip. We were at the beach and I had this distinct feeling of feeling sexy for the first time. I was probably 19 or 20 and I told my boyfriend that I felt sexy and he laughed at me. He laughed in my face <laughs> and he also thought it was gross when I would sweat. So <laughs> that and a few other things put together, again, I felt like there was something wrong with me. And all of these experiences accumulating over time, they seem small, but they stay with you, you know? And as an adult, it became 
much more of a subtle self-sabotage. Um, I never felt qualified enough. I had moments of not loving my body. I lived in a scarcity mentality and thought that wanting to be financially successful meant that I was greedy. I was even afraid to get married this past year because I don't have any beautiful marriages to look up to. And so I, I felt like I didn't do anything to deserve a love this good, this beautiful. And lastly, not having the courage to take up space with my gifts. This is something I'm still working on. And the list, of course, goes on and on and on. All of the time, I am met, faced with asserting my worth. It's like all of these tests all the time for me to step up and claim. And sometimes I slip down and sometimes I don't. But like I said, I'm getting better at catching myself um, until, yeah, very recently feeling like I've gotten to a place where I can really, I can really speak about my self-worth. But it came from a long journey of experiencing major grief and loss and trauma. And those experiences kind of snap you out of it and really put things into perspective. So it kind of came like a flood, this overwhelming wave of realizing that my grades, whether I was in grade three or in university, were never a measure of my worth. My bank account is not a measure of my worth. The clothes I wear don't define me. What matters is that I can love and I can see the ways in which I am loved. Being able to offer and receive for me is a really good marker of where my self-worth is at. It's a really good check. If I'm unable to receive love energy, then I know that I've gotten myself to a place where I feel like I don't deserve it. So I suppose affirming my worth came from these big reminders that, um, you know, losing loved ones, that this is my one shot at life. And I have a right to be here. I have a right to thrive. I have a right to dance and express creatively. I have a right to connect in community. I have a right to feel pleasure. I am, we are these priceless creatures just by virtue of existing. My body's a miracle. My eyes are miracles. My ears are miracles. My senses are gifts. And the rest is all a tide. It's an ebb and flow. I get to decide in each moment how I want to respond to my experiences. And I found that that is so incredibly empowering to put myself in the driver's seat of my life, to stop living for what others expect or wanted of me, to stop trying to get the job that my parents wanted me to have straight out of university, to stop dressing, speaking, moving, breathing, being like anyone other than who I am. And that comes with time and lots of excavation of going in of enjoying loving crying wailing using my body finding gratitude and and seeing the exquisiteness in the light and in the dark as well so i suppose my sense of worth now comes from knowing that i deserve to live this life to the fullest and when I can release expectation around how that's supposed to look make time to check in with my heart my body my spirit and that's when I can get clear and know what the next steps are for me but it's a journey <laughs> it's a journey and I commit I commit to staying in it I commit to staying um, on the path of discovery and curiosity and peeling back the layers Thanks so much for this opportunity to share and speak. I am so grateful. Love, aloha.
Hey guys, it's your host Katie B, and as always, I like to add my little piece at the end. And on unworthiness, yeah, of course, I've felt that way for a large portion of my life. I remember as a child and teenager often being told repeatedly that who I was was wrong on a fundamental level, and I just never really fit in, and I looked different, and I just. I just didn't mesh. And so I started to develop this very low sense of self worth, which kind of carried into relationships, career, school. I had massive anxiety all the time because I felt like I always had to work so hard and tread so lightly in order to not have people really see just how flawed I was. And That is essentially why I've created this podcast because it got to a breaking point the end of last year when I got my heart broken and I really felt at my my lowest. I felt at my least worthy and I had to fall apart in order to build myself all the way back up again. So when it comes to working on your self-worth and feeling worthy, I would say it has to start with you it has to start with recognizing the stories that you're telling yourself asking yourself are they really true and if they're not which most likely they're not and they're not yours it's time to get rid of that shit because it's not serving you anymore and maybe it served you for a time but not anymore And self-worth builds over time by taking little baby steps here and there, making decisions here and there about coming from a place of worthiness, coming from a place of what would I do if I felt worthy in this and then do that thing, even though it might be hard to do that thing or make that decision. And I can tell you right now, my dear, dear rebel, you are worthy. I don't need to see you. I don't need to know you. I already know at the core of my being that you most certainly are fucking worthy. And I hope that you can see it too. Music for the intro on this episode, as always, is done by my guy Nathan from Extra Deluxe, and the music playing throughout is called Everything I Could Never Tell You by Joey Picaro. Links to both will be in the show notes, as always. Looking forward to seeing you guys next time. Okay.